At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, y'all. I'm Mark Kendall. And I'm David Perdue. And we're the hosts of What's Good Atlanta, the new weekly comedy podcast from WABE. On What's Good Atlanta, we run down uplifting and unusual headlines from the universe known as Atlanta. And while we may not be journalists, we are comedians, and we'll be breaking down news and breaking down the stories that make you smile. We're just trying to see what's good, Atlanta. Episodes drop Fridays at WABE.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I get mine from a guy named Craig. Shout out to Craig. Mm -hmm. WABE. I'm Stephanie Stokes, WAB's housing reporter. This is the last year at Forest Cove, a year following tenants' long wait for change at an Atlanta subsidized complex. With the sale, I see Ms. Peaches get a little excited about relocating to a decent one-bedroom somewhere. But Millennia's promises still aren't enough to make her fully believe. I understand better why, shortly after the sale. One afternoon in early May 2021, the tenant advocacy group Housing Justice League calls Ms. Peaches and several residents to the park next door to Forest Cove. The group has helped develop a small tenants union at the complex. Technically, Ms. Peaches is president. Before the renovation, it wanted to record a video of the tenants' experiences. Ms. Peaches sits before the camera first. She's wearing fake eyelashes and a pink sequin face mask. The cameraman has her count to 10. Then Housing Justice League's executive director, Allison Johnson, starts the interview. All right, so tell us your name. I'm Felicia Morris. And where are you from? I'm from Farish Code Apartments. Ms. Peaches uses her formal name. She sits up straight as she talks. She's composed. Tell us what it was like when you first moved to Forest Cove. Well, when I first moved here, it was so nice, peaceful. It was loving. Then it changed, she says. Roaches, rats, walls caving in. She says it's become a living hell. What did you do when all of these things are happening? So far, I've been complaining. I still haven't got anywhere yet. So I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep trying. So I don't know. What is it like, though, when you complain and nobody hears your complaint? It's a hurting feeling. It's a, it's a hurting feeling. It's, it's sad. I don't cry. I don't plead. I don't did everything, and I still haven't got anywhere. So... I don't know. With this question, Miss Peaches looks a little uncomfortable. Johnson keeps going. What does it do to you mentally? What does that does it do to you mentally? Man, I tell you, I already know what it do. Well, tell me what. It makes me cry. It makes me cry, man, Allison. You know what it do. Tears roll down Miss Peaches' face. How does, it, how does that really affect your health? Me answer, you know it hurt me. I said, I don't want to talk no more right now. You let somebody else speak, please. Will you let somebody else speak, please? Miss Peaches has a pleading look on her face. Johnson lets her take a break. After a few minutes, Miss Peaches comes back and sits down. The eyelashes she was wearing are gone. 
When she speaks, she still has a little pain in her voice. She says what hurts about living at Forest Cove is this. She reaches out for help, and it doesn't seem like anyone wants to help her. It tears me apart. I don't like to talk about it because it hurts so bad, you know? It, it made me cry every time I talk. Well, whoever I talk to or how I get on news or whatever I do, it hurt. Not the buildings falling apart, the holes in the floors, ground covered in trash, but the feeling that no one cares. This is the only thing I've seen make Miss Peaches cry. The feeling that the residents have been abandoned, like so much of the complex. As Johnson continues the interview, she reminds Miss Peaches that according to Millennia's plan, residents like her get to leave Forest Cove, at least until the renovation is over. Do you want to come back? Yeah. What is so important? Why, Why do you really want to come back? Because I've been through a living hell now, so when they remodel, I want to come back to something new. You feel me? It's simple as that. I feel like they owe me that. They owe it to her. But the day when she can come back to something new continues to feel far away. After the sale, tenants wait again, this time for relocation. The company's supposed to hold meetings about the process at the nearby school. Before they take place, I check in with Miss Peaches and learn there's been a fire. She says she heard kids threw firecrackers into an abandoned unit. Here we go. Oh my gosh. She shows me what's left of it. The front is all black from the fire. Windows and doors are gone. Burnt trash is pouring out. Drawers, clothing, a boxing glove, a couch. Is that a refrigerator that caught on fire? Miss Peaches says when the fire happened, residents were out watching. Do you remember what it looked like? Were the flames just going up? Yeah, it went all the way up because I caught the back of that tree back there. Does anyone live in this building? Yeah, one person. Lady, stay right here. Oh, right next door? Yeah. I think about that. Someone living next to this fire when it broke out. A community advocate who works at the elementary school is with us, staring at the pile of debris, Gino Turner. Is that the biggest fire that's happened recently? So far this year, 2021. Okay. Turner grew up near here. He's been around as residents prepare for this transition with Millennia. Now that they own the property, they're still doing the same thing that they did when they were the managers. To Turner, the sale wasn't some magic moment. I tried to ask him if he feels like anything has changed. The only change that has changed from one owner to the next. Has, <laughs> your, has your opinion of them changed? My opinion, they went from one owner to the next. That's the, my opinion. Miss Peaches just looks around and shakes her head. What are they going to ever do something? So many people complaining and when is this going to stop? When is somebody going to step in and do something? You feel me? Afterward, Millennia lets me know someone is going to come clean up the burnt trash. Then the time goes by. The company finally holds the relocation meetings at the school in June. I attend one. Millennia asks me not to record, so I take notes. It says it will start with the north side of Forest Cove. It plans to move those tenants out starting in July. Then the company will get to the south side, where Miss Peaches lives. But by the end of July, no one has moved. The meetings just continue. Miss Peaches gets so frustrated, she says she goes to one of the meetings at the school and yells at the Millennia representatives. Still, the tenants keep waiting. Then, in late August, something happens at Forest Cove that shakes Miss Peaches. A neighbor is shot and killed inside her unit. When I hear the news, I head to Forest Cove. Can you tell me about what happened, that you, if you're okay with that? Miss Peaches witnessed the shooting. She needs a moment before she can talk about it. It's okay if you have emotions. I'm with, I'm with. All right. So what do you remember? I was 
sitting on my porch. I seen the car come down the street real fast. So I turned around, I looked at the car. It was a lady got out the car. With no security or gates, the woman came right in. She approached an apartment with several people inside, including her daughter's boyfriend. The police called it a domestic dispute. There was an argument, at least. Then... She threw a ran with a rocket, and she just threw a shoe. Police charged the woman with killing a resident named Shamir Poole. After her death, the usual people aren't hanging out in the yard at Forest Cove. It's quiet. Poole was a 33-year-old single mother with five kids. There are teddy bears and balloons on the porch to her unit, right across the courtyard from Miss Peaches. What gets to Miss Peaches is Poole was trying to get out of Forest Cove. You know, and she had been waiting on Millennium to move us. Because every time she would come out and ask me what were they going to do, when were they going to move us, so... I had to tell her what Millennium told me, a bunch of lies. So they were the last to She says this should be enough for Millennia to act now. The next day, I come back for the memorial. It's a hot Saturday night. About 200 people stand in the street next to Forest Cove. They all hold red and white balloons. Together, they send the balloons into the sky and say, Long live Shamir. Afterward, residents hang out around Miss Peach's porch. They think about what security measures could have prevented this shooting. If they, we had like a, a line of Miss Peaches just looks into the yard. A kid tells her no one should even be shooting. Tell the new lady that. Nobody should have never been shooting in the first place. Gino Turner, the community advocate, is next to me. He brings the conversation back to the living conditions. He says they can seem separate from the violence, but the issues are connected. I just think everybody needs to be held accountable from the city to the owners, to, to the previous owners, all of them, because these lives are precious. And to me and a person who don't live out here, but a person who come out here, it seems like their lives don't have value. I watch people drive away from the memorial as it gets dark. And to me, it feels like this moment could spark the action Turner and Miss Peaches are calling for. But it doesn't. In another couple days, Miss Peaches is back to her usual rounds. I follow her as she checks on a family living next to a pool of water full of trash. That baby could get sick at any time. She points out a unit with an elderly resident that looks like it might collapse. Which oh. one? The falling apart one? Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. It's all right there. And she interrogates some kids. Hey, what's school today? Don't y'all go to school? Playing outside in the middle of the day wow. instead of going to school. Don't y'all miss in the morning. There's no update about the relocation from Millennia. In a statement, the company says it's saddened by the resident's death. It mentions the shooting was a domestic dispute. Forest Cove residents feel like they're on their own. But in the next part, I learned the complex has been well known to city, state, and federal officials for years. This is the last year at Forest Cove. I'm Stephanie Stokes, WABE's housing reporter.